0: Today's episode is brought to you by Nomad, one of the Flathead's best manufacturer. Nomad is a longtime supporter of the local community and sports scene, celebrating 20 years of building great careers and mission-focused custom vehicles. Nomad, a Montana-based company making a global impact. Visit nomadgcs.com for more info. That's nomadgcs.com for more information. Welcome back to another episode of the Interlake Sports Now. I'm Josh Dugan, and we'll start this thing out with a fall sports update, and then we'll take a look at the Grizzlies and Bobcats football schedules for the rest of the season as we get ready for the home stretch of Big Sky football. Let's roll through a light fall sports update this week. We have a few fall sports already in the books this year. So we'll start this out with a little soccer action, then move into some prep football, starting with cat-dog soccer that took place last week between Columbia Falls and Whitefish, where... The Whitefish boys soccer team knocked off defending state champion Wildcats 3-1 at Smith Fields to hand Columbia Falls their first loss of the season. Preston McPherson, Kyler Johnson, and Sam Dow scored for the Bulldogs, and River Wolford had the lone goal for the Cats. Columbia Falls finished the season 10-1-1 overall and 6-1 in league play. And next up is a trip back to the playoffs. To defend their state title, Whitefish, meanwhile, locked up the Northwest A title with the win. And after a win versus Polson over the weekend, they finished the season 11 and 0 with zero draws overall. So impressive year for the Whitefish Bulldogs and Columbia Falls, who likely are both two favorites in the class a state title race as for the wildcats and bulldogs girls columbia falls took home the win in cat dog soccer for the first time since 2018 the loss was the first of the season for the bulldogs who took home the northwest a title this season the wildcats are second in the conference whitefish struck first with an isabella cook goal but late goals from hope mcatee and kenzie west put the wildcats over the top to set up the cat dog soccer split all right next up is our local football action let's get to the prep football roundup starting with our cow schools who met for the annual Crosstown battle last weekend with Glacier beating Flathead 42-6. Flathead struck first to take a 6-0 lead on a Braden Capsburg touchdown, and things were close at halftime as the Pack led 14-6, but the Wolfpack used a big second half to run away from the Braves and secure Crosstown bragging rights. Kobe Dorches ran for two Glacier touchdowns in the second half and finished with 146 yards rushing overall. Glacier QB Jackson Presley had three touchdown passes on the day and finished with 206 passing yards. On to the Class A ranks, where Columbia Falls moved to 4-2 overall with a 41-0 win over Western A rival Rival, excuse me, Libby, Friday. Wildcats QB Cody Schweiker threw three touchdown passes and ran for another to lead the way. He connected with Mark Robinson, Jace Hill, and Allen Anderson on the scores. Robinson also had a 50-yard punt return for a touchdown, and Allen Anderson took back an 85-yard kick return to the house to start the second half. So overall, a complete team effort for the Columbia Falls Wildcats. Impressive day on special teams, and Schweiker was doing his thing as usual. So Whitefish, meanwhile, they're next up, rolled to a 62 to 14 win over Stevensonville. Stevensville in Western A football action Gulick Carson Golick, excuse me, finished 19 of 28 passing for 232 yards and three touchdowns while returning a pick six on defense as well. Impressive day for Carson Golick. Whitefish had three total defensive scores with Mason Kelch returning a fumble and Jesse Eisenbarth returning an interception for a touchdown as well. Strong day for the Bulldogs on defense. Last up on this week's prep sports roundup was a battle of undefeated Class B foes where Eureka took the trip down south to take on defending state champion Florence Carlton Eagles where the Eagles knocked off the Lions 35-14. to 14, Caden Pecora and Tristan Butts had the Lions touchdowns on the day. Mason Arlington led the way for the Eagles with two touchdown passes and another with his legs. So moving into a quick local headline, then we'll talk a little Cat Grizz football. Montana State track star and Flathead Braves product, Ben Perrin, won Big Sky Cross Country Athlete of the Week. Congratulations to Perrin, the former flathead, brave on the accomplishment. Here's the press release from the Montana State Sports Communications team. Ben Perrin was named Big Sky Men's Cross Country Athlete of the Week. The redshirt junior from Kalispell, Montana, placed 11th individually at the prestigious Joe P. Notre Dame Invitational last Friday in South Bend, Indiana leading the Bobcats to a ninth place team finish in a stacked field of ranked opponents. The weekly honor marks the second career nod for the two-time All Big Sky honoree and the first since his performance last year at the same Joe peony meet on the same course where he took twentieth. Alrighty, kudos to the former Flathead Brave Ben Parent whose name has popped up a few times on the show. Last spring it was popping up for his efforts. Running track and field this time on the cross country ranks. Definitely keep an eye out for Perrin and his accolades down the stretch. Let's get into a look at the Grays and Bobcats remaining schedules on the football field after a quick word from our friends at Nomad. All right, jumping right into the college football talk here in Montana. We're going to start with Montana State, who has an absolute dogfight of a schedule down the stretch. They play Cal Poly this weekend, October 14th, and after that, it gets tough for Brent Vegan's squad. They're going to really need to be prepared, and they're going to need touchdown Tommy Malott back because they go into Sac State to take on a top-five team in the country, into Idaho to take on the Vandals, who are also a top-five team in the country. Then they're back November 4th, they host Northern Arizona in Bozeman. Northern Arizona is a team to keep an eye out for. They've been really impressive this year. They upset the Grizz. They almost beat Sacramento State, and now they just beat a ranked Weber State team. So that's not looking like as much of a cakewalk as it was before the season. Then Eastern Washington comes to town in Bozeman, November 11th, and they out. close things out with a November 18th trip to Missoula to take on the Grizzlies. So it's going to be tough for the Cats. I can only imagine down the stretch... What we're going to see from the Bobcats, they're going to need to bring their A game every week after this Cal Poly matchup. Even the Eastern Washington, the NAU, maybe you say the Grizzlies aren't where they've been in years past. None of those games are easy games. And when you're doing it back-to-back-to-back weeks, pretty much five weeks in a row, it's a challenge. That Sac State game, it's on ESPN2. The Hornets, they're a real deal powerhouse the last few years in the big sky. Their quarterback, Caden Bennett, is a real playmaker, as good as anybody in the conference when it comes to Being a dual-threat quarterback, he's the real deal. I think the Bobcats win that game, but there's a chance it's going to be a real nail-biter. Then they follow that up with an even tougher test, playing Idaho on the road. If you can go 2-0 for Sac State and Idaho, it sends a message to the entire FCS because going on the road and winning back-to-back games versus top five teams, top ten teams, that's almost unheard of in college football. you got to be a special program, and Montana State's trying to prove that that's exactly what they are at the FCS level. As of today, I do think Montana State can beat Idaho, they need touchdown Tommy Malat back in action. And if he doesn't play, the Vandals do have the offensive firepower to put some pressure on the Bobcats and make them play from behind, take them out of their comfort zone because Montana State, for the most part, has been playing with the lead, especially in the second half most of the season. So I think that's going to be something to really keep an eye on. In that game, how do the Bobcats start? We'll definitely be talking more about that game when the time comes. Like I said, after that, they have two home games. They should win, NAU and Eastern Washington. But those are both games that are tough, challenging, versus teams receiving votes for the top 25 in the country or in the top 25 Eastern Washington. It's been in and out of the poll this year. NAU's on the brink. So those are not cakewalk type of games. And, of course, they finished the year versus the Grizzlies. That's one of those games you throw the records out, throw the rankings out. doesn't matter. Last year the Grizz got embarrassed with college game day in town, ESPN in town. The Grizz are going to pull out every trick in the book and try to really scrap back and pull off a brawl of the wild win and that one and get bragging rights back at home. So, No easy games left for the Bobcats after this week versus Cal Poly. We'll see what happens down the stretch, but I'm excited for the test that Montana State faces as a college football fan, as a fan of the Big Sky. It's exciting to see the level of play the Bobcats have been playing at, and if they can pull off an undefeated stretch in Big Sky play with this schedule, it is extremely impressive and the accolades, there's not enough that you can send their way. So they managed to go undefeated in the Big Sky this year. It's a major accomplishment and going to give them some real momentum heading into the postseason because that is a tough schedule. On to the Grizz. October 14th, this Saturday, they take on Idaho in the Little Brown-Stein game on ESPN2. Then they have a bye. Then Northern Colorado will come to town. Sac State comes to town. Then at Portland State, November 11th for the Grizzlies, and they close things out with the Bobcats in town in Missoula at Washington Grizzly Stadium. The Grizzlies are currently two and one in conference play, five and one overall, heading into heading into their Week Seven matchup with the Idaho Vandals. It's on ESPN two. That's going to be a big game to watch. Last year, the Grizzlies lost that game by a touchdown. Idaho was on the rise. Now it feels like Idaho's a full-blown power player in the FCS. But it's possible Montana steals one in Moscow. It is very possible. It's going to be a real challenge. What the Grizzlies need to do is come out early and really punch the Vandals in the mouth because if the Vandals get a lead in that game, it could be over quick for Montana. They do not want to play from behind against one of the most explosive offenses in the country. So they really need to not beat themselves in that one can't do the costly turnovers, can't do the bad penalties that we saw in the win versus UC Davis because the Vandals are good enough that they won't let you make those mistakes. So the Grizzlies aren't going to be able to make those mistakes if they want to win that game. That's going to be a big one for the Grizz. And, of course, later this season, that Montana State game is huge. But Portland State, Northern Colorado, those are games the Grizz, I don't want to say you should win, but they're very winnable games. Sac State last year, the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies played them really tough, and they Had the game in the bag, but Sac State pulled off a 31-24 overtime win. Bit of a comeback effort that came down to a very questionable call that Grizz Nation's still not too happy about. So it's possible the Grizz compete with Sac State as well. It's in Missoula. That's going to help their cause. So the big game's a circle on the calendar. Sac State in town. The Bobcats in town. And montana this weekend playing in idaho so those are gonna be three games that really define the grizzly season you pull off wins in two of those games even that'd be a message to the entire country so i'm excited to see what happens biggest thing for the grizz down the stretch is keep uh, finding your groove on offense and just don't commit those costly turnovers and penalties and they're gonna have a chance to compete because their defense is once again really special the offense is finally catching up so the potential is there for the grizz interested to see how they play down the stretch Last piece of Grizz football news worth mentioning, Grizz wide receiver Aaron Fonts was named Big Sky Offensive player of the League week last week for his performance in the Grizzlies win over UC Davis. He hauled in five catches for 99 yards and two touchdowns. One of those was a highlight real type of grab, that sports center top 10 kind of a play where he just goes out and makes an absolute Crazy play on the ball. So, Grizz Nation got to love seeing that offense start to click. Fonts, Junior Bergen, Keelan White, all emerging as playmakers on the outside. And it looks like the Grizz passing game is finding a groove with Clifton McDowell hitting midseason form right on cue. So, that'll do it for this week's Sports Now. Really looking forward to the Grizz. They get that opportunity to play on national TV Saturday versus Idaho. Like I said, it's a late game, 8.30 p.m. kickoff. And expect a wild game. Those college football games late at night always seem to get a little interesting. Get back next week, talk a little more local sports action. Check back in on the Grizz after their nationally televised game and talk a little Bobcats as they prepare. They take on Cal Poly this weekend, and then they have an absolute grinder of a schedule the rest of the way. So you know we'll be breaking that down a little bit more next week. Next week. Thank you as always for watching, y'all. I'm Josh Dugan, and I'm out. Today's episode is brought to you by Nomad, Go to the Flathead's best manufacturer. Nomad is a longtime supporter of the local community and sports scene, celebrating 20 years of building great careers in mission-focused custom vehicles. Nomad, a Montana-based company making a global impact. Visit nomadgcs.com for more info. That's nomadgcs.com for more information.